The Notorious OTB on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play fantasy on Sleeper, but now you can win cold, hard cash with their over-under game. Just head to sleeper.com slash SGP on your phone to join the SGPN group, and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. That's sleeper.com slash SGP. And make sure to check out our new Discord server. The perfect place to interact and sweat bets with the entire SGPN crew. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. Welcome, everybody, to the Notorious OTV, brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I'm your host, Chase Sessoms, the Wolf of Oaklawn. If you listened to our episode uh, earlier this week, you know it's a holiday. It's a week-long holiday. It's the opening of Saratoga. That's right. They're back racing at the spa. Just open bore, balls to the wall, racing at the spa. It hasn't been like that for a couple of years uh, due to the, you know, the pandemic and everything, so I'm just... I don't know. I'm tickled. I'm tickled colors, specifically pink, uh, over the uh, over the start of this uh, this meet. I've got a guest with me. We're gonna be looking at the uh, the Friday card, the late pick five for uh, Saratoga Friday. Like you said, we're gonna be doing a podcast for every single day this week. Joining me, I've got uh, I've got my friend Matt here. Uh, you can find him on Twitter at Armchair Handicapping. Uh, what many people don't know about Matt is Matt Matt is the straw that stirs the drink. Man, he's uh, you know. <laughs> He puts people together. This guy is it. He is so it. He's playing tag in second grade, and someone tagged him and said, you're it, and he turned and looked at them and said, you're goddamn right I am. <laughs> Matt, welcome yes, to the Notorious sir. OTV, man. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be on. So uh, on a scale of 1 to 48, where do you fall for excitement for the Saratoga meet? Uh, I'd say close to an 84, to be honest. Um, okay. I've been waiting for this pretty much all year. Um, I've been tweaking my model all year. Um, so I'm excited to see how it does this year, uh, with this Saratoga meet, uh, last year went pretty well. So hopefully, uh, hopefully we continue the streak there. So you brought up your model. Uh, it's worth noting that Matt, Matt's one of these newfangled handicappers, that's got his uh, his uh, his models, his computers. Uh, I want to imagine that there's, I don't know, NASA is involved in some form <laughs> or fashion. But uh, you, do you want to kind of talk about how your how your model works and your method a little bit? Yeah, yeah, sure. So basically, uh, what started out as kind of a quarantine project um, when I was in lockdown, uh, quickly threw together kind of a spreadsheet in Excel um, with some factors that I've kind of used in the past and um over the years i've kind of just developed it tweaked it over the over the last couple of years and um yeah i've got to i never expected to to get where i am to be honest um didn't really intend to go this route but um i'd, I'd say I'd, I'd like to have a a nice little following on twitter um which is nice i like to kind of help people especially beginners kind of get into horse handicapping. Sure. And I think that model kind of does it because what it does is I take past performance data, run it through a bunch of different calculations, some factors that I've 
kind of researched over the past couple of years and um, spits out kind of winning percentages, projected uh, pace rankings, stuff like that, that, um, that I've just kind of built over the years. And um, yeah, it's just, I kind of do it every day now, just kind of as a hobby. And I love posting on Twitter, helping people out. Yeah, it's uh, one one of the great things about Matt is that he's he's usually uh, when I say usually, I mean all the time posting these things for free on Twitter. Welcome to check it out. You know, take give it the Pepsi challenge for your for yourself. Uh, you know, what, what I find interesting is it seems like the more people I talk to who handicap that are a little bit younger, all seem to kind of start uh going about it from like the the excel kind of statistical analysis sort of way and i i feel like there are very few that actually have been able to make it work long term and i, I mean we're, we're talking to one of them uh right now when uh when we, when we talk to matt um another i mean uh, another guy i, I mentioned this guy's the straw that stirs the drink he put us all he just without our threw us all in a Twitter DM group together. And uh, we've got uh, Jeff, uh, you know, charting horse value in there. He's another that does really well with the model. It's how I started. Oh, in yeah. fact. Uh, I started doing the Excel thing. I was a, in my past life, I was a business analyst. I couldn't make it work long-term. I started going more like traditional handicapping. Uh, so just one clue that Matt is a little bit smarter than I am. <laughs> no, I wouldn't say that. I, I do agree though. Kind of the younger generation, um, and I'm, I'm kind of sticking myself down in there, but, uh, I, I do agree. The younger generation kind of, I, I don't want to say we're lazy. Um, granted most of us are, and I will admit that, but I try to try to be the outlier there. Um, I, I call it efficiency, um, yeah, sure. mainly because I'll be honest, I, I never, my dad never really taught me how to, how to handicap using programs. Um, I kind of just dug into it myself. Um, and that's, that's originally why I made that Excel spreadsheet was to do the job of an hour, an hour long time reading through the programs, doing manual handicapping. I kind of run it through my program, run it through my model and it gives me a, a nice starting point. Um, so I, I kind of use that to find edges maybe against vulnerable favorites, something like that. And that's where I kind of, dive into more detail and do a, a more manual dig. Yeah. That's uh, just kind of a follow the thread sort of analysis where you've got, you, you know what your, what your model is split, splitting at spitting out. And now you can actually go in follow the thread and see why exactly it might be leading you that way. And it's, it's the way that a lot of modern business intelligence is, is honestly designed. And I think it's a, a great way to look at it quite honestly. Otherwise I wouldn't have them on the show. Otherwise I'd be like, <laughs> Who's this guy trying to break down the door at the Notorious OTV? Just kidding. I invited exactly. him. I had to have him here. I had to have him. <laughs> so starting off, we mentioned it being a good starting off, jumping off point for handicapping. Well, let's get to the jumping off point of the late pick five for the Friday card at uh, Saratoga. Uh, post time is going to be 3.55 p.m. Eastern. It's race six. It's going to go a mile and a 16th uh, on the inner turf. It's a uh, New York bred optional claimer for $45,000. There are all sorts of conditions in there that I'm just not even going to read. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, I don't know about you, but I, I felt mighty spready uh, in, in this race. Uh, what, what did you think of this uh, opener? 
Yeah, I, I tend to agree. Um, this is kind of a tough one to read just because there's so many different kind of pace scenarios. Um, that's kind of what I, I tend to focus on is I figure out the pace scenario and then I kind of go from there. Um, so in this one, yeah, I, I agree. It's it's definitely spreadable, um, but I'm really eyeing that nine Grape Nuts Warrior. Not, not only because of the name. I mean, it's a great name. Don't get me sure. wrong, but I'm 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 seeing some pretty quick early pace in this one, um, so I'm I'm expecting a closer to kind of sit off that that quick early pace and then make a make a nice move late, um, and this one's kind of shown that in the past, so I, I'm have gonna have to kind of single towards the Grape Nuts Warrior number nine, but I'm also liking this five straw into gold. Nice, nice. Now, if you want to uh, see just disappointment personified uh see me as a three-year-old child asking for cereal getting grape nuts being very excited <laughs> by the name grape nuts and uh being rather disappointed with uh with uh, what i received in the bowl ladies and gentlemen simple minds so <laughs> i uh so i i talked to whenever we uh, did the thursday card with mark capitan he's my he's my my guy on the scene my johnny doppler giving me the weather updates he let me know you know even though they might have gotten a little bit of rain today it's been extraordinarily dry up in saratoga and i love the inner turf course when it is dry and i especially love early speed uh when it is dry on the inner turf course drawn towards the hedge so I, i'm going to be spreading but i'm going to be using uh horses towards the inside of the field the first one is going to be who I feel is the, the speed of speed, which is number two, bar 14, 12 to one on the money line. And uh, I, I've seen this story plenty of times. A horse gets out there, hits the hedge on the lead, and gets brave, and no one catches him. Uh, now, there is plenty of speed in this race, so the horse could quite possibly be a, a, a pace victim. So I'm using the horse definitely on my tickets, but I'm also going to back it up using uh, number three, Ghost Giant which is another one that should kind of tuck into that, that hedge on the, on the inner turf and uh, kind of a sit of pocket trip. Uh, another one is uh, Danzig with the stars. The four was size at eight to one uh, size is going to keep that horse close enough that even if the speed starts to tip away just a little bit, he's not going to let it get too far away from his mount. Uh, and then uh -huh. I use the, the five straw into gold. Uh, you can't ignore uh Clement Rosario at, at this time uh, should have first run. Going to be a little bit more outside. Uh, could still possibly tuck in for that that ground saving trip. So, you know, I I went I went four deep. Um, and I will mo you know just if history is proof, I missed missed with a four. Like I spread and, and missed, but we'll see. Well, I'm hoping. Yeah. I'm hoping maybe it's bar fourteen. Yeah, no, I, I agree that that horse has shown some very significant early speed. Um, I think if I was going to go in early speed horse in this one i would look maybe towards the seven ruse um it's it's shown some uh some nice early speed uh it's it's pretty classy in this field as well um but no i i i, I like your horses as well all right so moving on to the second leg we've got race number seven it's a mile and the eighth nine furlongs it's a twenty five thousand dollar claimer uh, for horses, horses, which have never won three races. Uh, this, I mean, it's another interesting one. I, I handicapped without, uh, morning line odds. And when I went back, I was really surprised at how long the prices were on, on some of my horses. Uh, you know, 
nothing different with this one. I, I had two horses. One of them was a little bit longer, but uh, as my mother taught me, guests first, please, Matt. <laughs> Um, no, no, I agree with you. And, uh, I also looked at this one before I got some morning odds and, um, when they came out, I was also kind of shocked. So I'm hoping we're on the same horses, but, uh, I'm looking at the six and the two here. Um, like you said, some early speed should be nice, except this one's on dirt. Um, although this, this kind of pace scenario, I call these honest pace scenarios, meaning that, Really, that speed to the second call of the race is going to be somewhat slow. Horses kind of saving up some gas for the late run. Um, so that's why I'm kind of looking towards that six and then looking towards the, the two who will kind of start out slower but finish a bit stronger. That's uh, So I actually considered making that six. I, I am the cash man, uh, the Finger Lake shipper, a single. I, I almost did Ooh. it because I, 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 I saw the same thing. Uh, it's going to be a slow pace, uh, tepid, lukewarm, if you will. And what, what you see with these kind of paces is when there's not a lot of pressure uh, and you don't really have a lot of horses that necessarily need to be on the lead, it's, it's going to be a horse that's from that front of the pack that eventually just kicks away and, and, and takes, the, uh, takes the race. So, yeah, Matt, Matt brought agree. up one, one that I absolutely love. Maybe if I get a little braver – or maybe get a scratch of my other horse. I, I might actually go ahead and, uh, you know, maybe, maybe I'll make this one a, make this one a single. Um, yes, I'm, yes, I'm saying I, I want to mingle. You want to mingle. Yeah. Now- <laughs> so I, I am also going to use the Brad Cox horse, the hot Cox, uh, number four, American pure. Uh, it's going to be a little bit it drawn a little bit to the inside of I'm the cash man. I could see this one pressing, uh, I'm the cash man on the lead. If I am the cash man indeed makes the lead, maybe, uh, American pure actually goes out and takes it. Uh, not as likely, but, uh, with Irad, I literally, who fucking knows, uh, what he's going to yeah, do most of the that's time. True. So, uh, yeah, I, I went with those two. Um, I, I did consider, uh, your, your other horse there just for the same kind of wrench, uh, reason you mentioned of it, it being a pace presence. Uh, I, I could easily see that when getting home, but yeah, I, I settled on, uh, the, the, uh, four and the six. Yeah. So I, I actually, so I mentioned the two and the, uh, six as well, but, um, I am going to add another one just to, to my ticket here. Um, just in case this pace does for some reason kind of go, um, crazy early. Um, I'm going to look at the, uh, this is, the sustainer number three, six percent. Sure. Um, this one's closed strong, nice drop in class, and it, it is pretty up high up there in prime power ranking. Um, so I mean, doesn't hurt to include it just in case that pace, like I said, does does get pretty significant up front. Yeah, and I mean, hey, you've got Jose on on one horse, you've got uh Irad on on this other horse that I like who Who's to say some fuckery doesn't go down in this race? Exactly. All right. So that is race seven. We are through the first two legs of this pick five, but we need to take a quick break to get some words in from our sponsors here of the Notorious OTV brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I'm going to be back with Matt, Mr. At Armchair Handicapping. In just one moment, you stick around. 
Make sure to get down on the wins. Bet $50 to win $200 promotion where a $50 bet qualifies you for up to $200 in free bets. And if you're betting baseball, you have to check out WinBet. Their reduced juice in baseball games makes them the best place to bet the MLB. And now, bet $500 on sports or in the casino before July 31st, 2022. Get entered to win the ultimate fantasy football draft experience at Encore Beach Club, including a two-night stay at Win Resorts for you and your entire league. Multiple entries are allowed. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is download the WinBet app or visit wynnbet.com to get started. Offer subject to change, terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. And now, on to Sleeper. Sleeper is the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. You probably already have a fantasy league on there. I use it for mine. It's a game-changing product unlike anything else in the industry. And now you can make money on Sleeper 2 by playing their new over-and-under game. It's super simple. First, for any sport, choose two or more players that you like and pick the over-under. For example, baseball's going on right now. The number of hits in a baseball game. Then, choose the amount of money you want to enter into the contest. If you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two times to over 20 times the money you put in. The main reason I'm excited about over-under on Sleeper is that it's the only app where I can join my buddies' contests and play together. It's got a built-in group chat where I can see and copy my friends' picks with the tap of a button. It's insanely fun to ride it out together. Stop what you're doing and download Sleeper now to play their new over-under game. Have fun with your friends and make some money. On your mobile phone, join our listener group on Sleeper at sleeper.com SGP, and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. That's right. Join our squad and get the 100% deposit match at sleeper.com SGP. And make sure to check out our new Discord server, the perfect place to interact and sweat bets with the entire SGPN crew. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com Discord. Welcome back to the Notorious OTB. You hear the dog barking. Even this seventh-month-old beagle puppy is into it. That's right. Rosie is excited about the spa. Uh, we got race eight. We've already knocked out six and seven. If you missed it, what are you doing? It's a podcast. Just hit that back 15 seconds button just a bunch of times until you actually you know, get to where we're talking about it. I mean, it's, we, we live in the future. You don't have to wind things. All right. It's the five-and-a-half furlong Coronation Cup Stakes on the turf. Uh, this is a salty little race. Uh, I, I'm going to be taking one of my traditional uh, Saratoga track bias angles in this race. But as I've said, guess first, Matt, what do you got for me? All righty. Um, so this is the true definition in my eyes of a sprint race. You've got a ton of early speed. Um and I am going to single in this race. Um, so I'm, I'm eyeing the three. I think this horse outclasses the rest of the field bar none. Um, it's going to jump out, take that early lead, hopefully set the pace. Um, it's definitely going to have some, some hot contenders fighting for that lead. But I think th- this horse will get out there. Um, even if it doesn't, I think it's going to be able to run down late. Um, it's got some intense speed early on and it's proven some late speed as well. Um, like I said, outclasses the field, major drop in class as well. So I am singling here. Okay. What, what horse were you sing- singling again? The three, sorry. Twilight, three. Twilight Gleaming. Okay. Yes, sir. So, so I'm actually going to take the, 
I'm going to try to get around Twilight Gleaming. Um, I have a reason. Uh, I have a very specific reason. Otherwise, I would probably be a single uh, like Matt on this race, which is uh, the temporal distances uh, out on the five and a half furlong turf sprints. They just, they matter. They matter so much. And what you'll find is early in the meet when they have the temporal in a little bit, I think it's going to be set to 12 feet uh, on Friday is that horses that are on the inside, uh, they just don't have the right angle to go into the turn. And so what you'll see is these horses that don't have the speed to get out and clear the field and dictate their own path, they get kind of pinched into the rail by the the horses swooping from the outside, entering the turn. And so I I tend to go ahead and ignore just the the most inner uh, posts, which sadly in this case includes the Wesley Ward horse, twilight dreaming uh with with irad ortiz up so i'm going to be looking for off pace horses because there is a ton of pace in this like matt mentioned uh and then i'm also going to be looking at kind of like first run horses so the first one i'm going to use is actually going to be the six dairy name i'm going back to the uh rosario and clement uh well and i mean it's going to have plenty of pace to run into the horses i mean pretty much a bona fide closer i like the odds uh morning line at five to one uh, with the West Ward entry, I got to think that the odds on this horse absolutely float up. I more than likely will drop a win bet on this one. Uh, the next is going to be Lady Scarlet, uh, the nine at 15 to one. Uh, using Tyler Gaffleon, uh, I feel like where this the this horse is breaking from on the far outside and it's kind of a tendency to stalk the early pace is really going to put it in a great part of the track. Whenever these uh, this early speed starts to to kind of uh, run out of out of steam, the horse will already kind of be tipped out wide. Uh, should be first run at the speed, and if I can get that that Lady Scarlet horse in, then whoo, whoo, I'll be uh, putting yeah. Tiger Ball this year. Pick five's nuts. <laughs> no, yeah, no, I agree that uh, that horse is looking pretty nice from the outside. I really just think this three is going to get out there. Um, get that early lead and hopefully not get cut off. Like you said, into that rail. That's the gamble that I'm taking. It is 100%. Like I'm trying to, I'm banking on the horse, maybe not being quick enough to clear. Uh, when I, you know, what's funny is when I looked at the, I took a, a, a look at the, the time form pace projector and uh, who's your guess as to who end, ends up on the lead here based on what time form is, is projecting. <sighs> Hmm. I, I'm going to take a wild guess here and I don't know why, but the 10 mystic eyes. What's crazy is it's actually got the nine about, Oh, Oh no. Wrong race. That is the wrong race. I'm looking one ahead. Let's see. Let's see. Did I just bring up a point for no reason? Oh no. Okay. So it's actually got kind of a, like a, a three horse tussle on the front end where it's got maybe it's got seven and 10, which are, uh, let's see. Let me get some names for you here. There's a, my friend Dave listener of the pod is always pissed off at me. Cause he's like, why do you, you, you only ever use the numbers or you use the names. Can you use the numbers and the names? That's what I'm trying to do, Dave. Don't you worry. Uh, which the seven static fire and the, uh, the 10 mystic eyes are the two that they, uh, that they projected out towards the front. So bingo, uh, Matt gets a cookie for that because uh, it was a tie, but only half a cookie. Uh, and then uh, the two actually uh, from the inside, um, 
uh, Ben Bang, uh, maybe like half a length off of them. And actually it had the, this three, uh, Twilight Gleaming, a horse that's never come from off the pace. And whenever it's tried to come from off the pace, has lost, sitting about a link back. That might have scared me off a little bit. These fucking time form projectors are just hoodoo, black magic. They seem to, they seem <laughs> to nail, nail the pace quite a bit. Yeah, they are pretty accurate. Whenever you use your model, do you, is that something that you try to factor in? Uh, track bias with, uh, with you know, uh, temporal distances, uh, other other just kind of stats that you, that you pick up? Um, so temporal distances I haven't really messed with. Um, I am working on a new version of my model, basically just taking what it is and kind of evolving it, adding some additional factors here and there, uh, just tweaking it uh, just from things I've seen over the last couple of years. But um track bias i have incorporated somewhat um it's not heavily it's not heavily factored into the algorithm but sure um it it is in there but um my my model mainly builds around pace projection sure um so like i said earlier I, i like to figure out that pace scenario because really and i've heard this quoted i don't know where it comes from but pace makes the race and that's that's kind of what i live by yeah i think that was george washington who actually said uh, pace <laughs> makes the race i that that saying has been around for for absolutely so long now that that that's my only guess is that it, it came right i think he crossed the delaware and uh was you know said said something about four score and then like cannot tell a lie and then pace makes the race and then i'm surprised it's not down the, that cherry tree <laughs> yeah I, i'm surprised this isn't on the one dollar bill quite honestly exactly um, yeah, so moving on, we've got the pin ultimate leg, race nine, one mile once again on the inner turf. This is the grade three forbidden apple stakes. It's for four-year-olds and upward. And boy, oh boy, did this come out a salty little race. Um, I I could go a million different ways in this one. Let's see what Matt did. I agree right right there with you. So in my notes, I actually, this is the first line I have. Another early speed race and will be heavily dependent on scratches. So I think this is kind of one that you really have to look at morning of um, just because of the different pace scenarios that could come out of it. Because um, you've got some early speed in there. You've got some definitely nice late speed. And then you've got some middle middle speed in there as well. I mean, Art Collector, I think, is a main track only entry, if I'm not mistaken. Yep, that's correct. Um, so if that if that one stays in there, or if that if that they get off turf and Art Collector moves in there, that could be a potential single for me. But other than that, it's pretty wide open. And really, yeah. in my model, I I can run that and basically x Art Collector out, see how the stats run out. I just haven't done that yet, to be honest. Sure. Yeah. So, I mean, you're right. You're right with the who's going to scratch from this race. If, if you do have uh, any sort of major defections from this race, I mean, I'm, I'm looking at horses like Wolfie's Dyna Ghost. I'm looking at horses like uh, the four Yes and Yes for David Donk. Uh, I'm looking at Clear Vision for uh, Matthew O'Connor, who that's that's a new name to me. I, I haven't seen him uh, very, very often. Um, and then, uh, I mean, analyze it uh, a lot a tone. That's another one. If one or multiple of those horses scratch out, it's a completely different pace picture because it's not going to get quite as warm on the front. I leaned back into my dry inner turf 
angle. And, uh, you know, I, I talk about speed biases. I talk about rail biases a lot. There's one thing that I want to point out when I talk about rail biases is the fact that just because I'm saying there's a rail bias doesn't mean that the number one is going to win all the time. Sometimes right. it's it's the horse that can win the race within the race that can actually clear the field and get out to the rail in, in front of everybody. So with that in mind, uh, I, I'm once again going to protect myself with early speed and I'm going to use the nine get smoking at 10 to one. Uh, cause I think that could be the horse that clears the field, gets over, sets the pace on the rail, uh, you know, could steal it from the front. If it's not dry, if they've got, if they've turned on a hose in the last 12 hours, then I might be screwed, uh, for this, <laughs> for this but I'm, I'm going to play with kind of what I know, uh, you know, just from playing Saratoga over the years. Uh, and then I only use one other horse and it was the one, uh, set piece. Uh, it's the... Uh, another Brad Cox horse. It's got the French Strangler, Florent Giroux up. This horse is going. It has to do nothing but go straight out of the gate. It's already on the rail. It's not like it's going to get its position rooted out from it. Uh, so it's going to be sitting there getting that ground saving trip. And uh, I mean, with all this pace in here, you would think if a if the race is you know able to break down based on the track conditions. Uh, and closers are, are able to get home over this track, then you got to think that set piece is, is going to have a pretty good shot. So that's uh, that I, I went with those two there. Uh, what three to one for set piece, I think might be your morning line favorite. Yeah, no, and I, I agree. I mean, like I said earlier, if art collector doesn't get uh, scratched into this race, um, the one is actually my what I call a two in my model. And then the six actually is my a three. Um, so I think this one's going to be kind of sitting off that quick pace. Like you said, is going to be in this race. Um, and it's going to be closing pretty hard. Um, it is moving up in class, but, um, I gotta say my model's really liking that one as well. Nice. Very nice. I, whenever, whenever data science confirms what my gut tells me, that's always a good <laughs> feeling, right? Exactly. That's right. Well, we've got one leg left. It is the money leg here. Uh, it's race 10, but we're going to make you wait for it. We're going to take another quick break here at the Notorious OTB. And when we come back, we're going to wrap up this pick 10. Or sorry, pick 10. Race 10 in the pick five. And uh, I don't know. Maybe we're if you're up for it, Matt, maybe we'll spend the money in our heads uh, that we're going to win ahead of time. And we'll talk about what we're going to purchase with our pick five money. All right. All so right. We will be right back after these messages. Listen, folks, my coffee maker is, it's not working right now. Do I feel like burning this house to the ground? I sure do. I need my coffee and I think you need trade coffee. Trade coffee sends you freshly roasted beans from 60 of the country's best craft roasters, small businesses who pay farmers fair prices to sustainably source the greatest beans from around the world. Whether your friends call you a coffee snob or you just know when coffee tastes really perfect, Trade's real coffee experts personally taste test over 450 roasts so they know exactly what to recommend for you. Right now, Trade is offering new subscribers a total of $30 off your first order plus free shipping. When you go to drinktrade.com slash SGP, that's more than 40 cups of coffee for free. Get started by taking their quiz at drinktrade.com slash SGP and let Trade find you a coffee you'll love. That's drinktrade.com slash SGP for $30 off. 
Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? That's right, without added security, you might as well give away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, and other prying eyes. That's why I use IPVanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. This means that your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IPVanish makes you virtually vis invisible online. It's that simple. You can use IPVanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing on speed. I'm talking your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. Whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IPVanish. IPVanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee, and that's just like getting nine months for free. IP Vanish is super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's on. Stop sharing with the world everything you stream, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with the brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to IPVanish.com SGP and use promotional code SGP and claim your 70% savings. That's IPVanish.com slash SGP. Welcome back to the Notorious OTV. While you're listening to the messages, uh, I decided that I was going to get a mink coat and a grill and try to just look like Slick Rick uh, with my my pick five winnings uh, from from this Friday card. Uh, Matt, I mean, he's just a benevolent soul. I think he was going to give it all to UNICEF. Was that right? I was thinking about that, but I'm also thinking about getting a nice little uh, nice little hot rod, getting a nice little motorcycle if I win big. Listen. What I've learned is the classiest and richest people all love jet skis. Uh, like, Ooh. you know, you know, like Kenny Powers, jet ski enthusiast, uh, classy as they come. Uh, so, you know, may maybe get a little, little, little sea-do, little sea-do action. The, okay. the, the hot rod of the sea, the sea-do. Yeah, I like it. I like it. All right. So, race 10. It's six and a half furlongs on the main track. It is a New York bred race. It's a $45,000 optional claimer and uh oof, so many conditions I hate when I see this many bold letters on a past performance because it means that the conditions are just too many too many if yeah. the horse is a Gemini and it hasn't won $20,000 <laughs> uh so where are you going to end this this lay are you are you spread in the last Yes. Um, so this one is very tough to read. I think it's going to be a pretty, pretty slow pace. Um, you've got a lot of horses in here that don't really like to get the lead. Um, and I mean, eventually somebody has to get the lead because uh, it's a race. But um, I think kind of the, the shoot, I'm just drawing a blank. But no, the uh, the two, sorry, the two. The seven and the nine are going to be kind of fighting for that uh, that lead. But I think the two is going to get out there. Like I said, it's kind of a slower pace. Um, it's another one of these honest pace races that I call it. Uh, slower to second call. Um, but two is going to get out in that lead. Hopefully hold that lead uh, through the end, save enough gas for a nice stretch run and and make its way through. Um, so that's kind of my top pick, but I am spreading pretty wide with the two, the seven, and then I think the three and the eight are going to close pretty strong. So I, I'll tell you, I, I found, you know, in my time that, that 
the, the ladies love the singles. Now, the women love you when you get out there. Why do you think that is? What did you say? The women love you when you get out there. Why is that, ladies? Well, I'm asking you. Huh? So, I, I'm i singled here. I am singled. Uh, and actually, I'm going to use the, the horse that you just mentioned. Uh, I'm using the two, uh, Rosa Veloce, as my single. Uh, I love the pace setup. I love the draw. And I big time love the dropping into New York bread company from open company. I'm, I'm finishing it strong, just straight out with the single. Um, I pretty much had to single somewhere on this ticket, especially with how, how spread I got in the first leg. And also, yeah, I mean, if you listen to the show, you've heard me say it plenty of times. If I can't hit it for less than 20 bucks, I didn't deserve to hit it in the first place. <laughs> so, Whenever you play your horizontals, are you more of like a, a multi-ticket player or do you try to just put one efficient ticket together? Or is it kind of like a, um, you let the situation dictate? Yeah, it's more of on a situational basis. Um, if there's a couple legs in the horizontal that I really like and I could possibly single, um, I might play a very skinny ticket singling in both those, but then kind of play it once or twice. And then um, then I'll play another minimal ticket uh, where I spread in those legs and then kind of narrow down and the other legs kind of get some double coverage there. So my hope for this last race is uh, that we don't get donked on by the nine. She's a wild joker. Well, hold on, did you have the nine? I can't remember. Uh, no, I said the nine was going to be up there uh, near the front, but okay. I think this one's going to wear out in that pace battle. That's I, I hope you're right because I've been donked on when I've been live to a bunch of money. And I mean, if you've ever seen a picture of uh, David Donk, there, there's not much more, uh, you know, demoralizing than getting donked on uh, by by him and his his bucky teeth that he's got going. Oh, yeah. um, uh, hey, and no, no disrespect to David Donk. We love we love the Donk, uh, and we love donking on folks. We just don't like to be donked on. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> we we like to be the donk in the poster, not the donkey. Um, exactly. That's right. So, I mean, this is going to that that wraps it up for uh, for this pick five. Uh, let me go ahead. I'm going to read you off my ticket. Uh, it was a sixteen dollar ticket. Uh, leg one, we had the two, three, four, five. Leg two, the four, six. Leg nine or sorry, like I keep saying the number of the horse and the number of the race. Yeah. Leg nine. Uh, leg three had the six, nine. Uh, leg four, one, nine, and then the Stone Cold single, the Rosa Veloce, for a $16 ticket. Uh, you want to throw, throw a little ticket together? You want to you wanna yeah, put, yeah. put it out there? Um, so, like I said earlier, that, uh, that ninth race is, is heavily dependent on scratches. Um, but right now I'm sitting at a $36 ticket. It's a little bit more expensive, but um, hopefully it can narrow down with that ninth race. But in the first leg, I've, I've got five, nine, second leg, two, three, six. In the third leg, I'm going with that single of a three. Uh, fourth leg, 13, one, six, depending on scratches. And then the last leg, I'm spreading wide going two, three, seven, eight. Nice. That is a nice ticket. I I, I like the, the, the being aggressive, especially and, and actually going wide, incorporating more horses, especially this early in the meet. You're only going to have one day ahead of this to, to get an idea of how the track is going to play. Um, you have some races ahead of this that, I mean, I'm going to be honest, uh, do not use these early races to try to get any sort of indication of what the, the track bias might be doing because you've got one, two, three, 
yeah, three maiden races before uh, this kicks off in race six. And don't don't try to diagnose a uh, track bias based off of maiden race because most of the time they're going to be won by the fastest horse that makes the lead because learning to pass other horses is an acquired skill that horses pick up over time. It's rare that you see first timers come out and you know show tactical speed. Most of the time they know one thing, which is hey mama, I'm going fast. That's the best thing I can I can come up with. Uh, do you use the uh, workout reports? Uh, you ever look at the workout reports for uh, from DRF or anything? To be honest, no. Um, I've really kind of only referred to kind of Jeff's uh, Jeff's charts and my 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 own charts, obviously. Yeah. But um, no, I think really the only yeah, that's the only stuff I really look at and I, and past performances, obviously. Once I manually dig into it. That's see, I, I appreciate that because, uh, I had a good friend of mine, Boston, Tom, Tommy, if you're out there listening, uh, he has always said to me, I, I remember right after I bought the book, um, betting with an edge by Mike Maloney, I set out to try to be like mini Mike Maloney, like kind of just like tweak the, the entire way that I personally handicapped, uh, to, to fit the way that he did it. And I went through probably one of the longest cold streaks that I've ever had as a handicapper and uh boston tom uh gave me just a wonderful piece of advice that i share with all all new handicappers whenever they're trying you know using this product using that product pulling in all these other different sources which is uh just you know sit stick to your sauce man like you you don't need to keep throwing things into the sauce just like you know Stick, stick to your sauce. And that's what I try to do. I will augment though with uh, things like the uh, handicapping uh, with the, uh, the uh, uh, workout reports from, from DRF. They've put me on some horses before, but also, I mean, who's to say that I haven't just become just like dependent upon them and I wouldn't have found the horse on my own, yeah. but they're also right. really expensive. I, I recommend and DRF, if you're listening, yes, I'm encouraging people to rip off your copyrights. Uh, I encourage <laughs> people to pool their money and buy them if they're going to use them and then share them amongst friends uh, just don't like put them out there on a discord and advertise it. Cause they will find you and they will send yeah. you a cease and desist. Oh yeah. But no, I, I agree. I mean, not to get into that, but I mean, why not make data and reports more available? I mean, you're going to only get more people in, involved. That, this is, I, this is an excellent point. And, and I think that it's something that increases the barrier to entry to being a horse player is the fact that finding free data is pretty much impossible. Like either, either a friend has to have paid for it and and given it to you uh, because you're, you're not going to find any websites or anything that have all this free data posted like you will with uh, baseball, football, basically anything that you can sports gamble on. Uh, Like you, you have to pay top dollar and you know, it's kind of, it's kind of a bear uh, to folks whenever I mean, I, I would hate to be a new person spending $30 a card for like thoroughgraphs or anything, or, you know, uh, even the time form us that that's expensive. I just go with the old fashioned brisnet, but yeah, uh, yeah. I, I, that's a great point. Um, look at you, look at you bring yeah. in these, these hard hitting issues. That's why we invite Matt. Didn't I tell you <laughs> this dude is fucking it. <laughs> so no, I mean, I mean, look international, you've got Australian racing, Hong Kong racing. They give out, loads of data for free just yeah. widely available i think it's like uh aussie punters i think that's one one website um 
And then Away With Joe on Twitter actually sent me some stuff on Hong Kong racing that I've I've given it or I've I've dove into it pretty deep and um I might I might start trying to to venture that way. Sure. Um just because there's so much data available, why not kind of try to find some angles? So I wonder, as a data analysis handicapper, how many times have people uh, sent you the link to that story about the person who made like a million dollars playing Hong Kong racing uh, with his algorithm over like the span of a meet? Have you seen this article yet? That's news to me. (laughs) Whenever whenever I first started, um, I I think it was the article might have been in Forbes or something, but I want to say like 10 different people like forwarded me this article and like about the fifth like I quit being nice and being like, Oh yeah, I'll check it out and read it. And just be like, I've seen it. I yeah. understand. He's better. He's better at spreadsheets than I am. I get it. <laughs> so, all right. That's going to wrap it up for us here on the uh, notorious OTB. We always like to end on a cantankerous note. Uh, <laughs> Matt, let, let the folks know where they can find you on, uh, on uh, Twitter and get all that, the, those free delicious handicapping nuggets. that you serve up every day. Yeah, yeah. So I'm on Twitter. Uh, I think it's right here, down below me, kind of right here. Uh, we're, we're we're just audio. It's the video oh. is just just for me. I I will save the video later for personal use. Don't oh, worry about I'm what I'm doing. With, don't worry about what I'm doing with it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, I'm Armchair HNDCP. It's just handicap without the vowels. Um, catch me on Twitter. I've also got a YouTube page. I will admit I'm behind on starting that. So. Uh, hopefully you get that started up here soon with a nice how-to on r- how to read my charts. Um, and then I, I've got a website in the works. Um, I'll be posting all my model leans, my charts there. Um, and so, yeah, I'll, I might try to post some blogs and write-ups there. And then, uh, like I said, YouTube. So that's that's about it right now, but hopefully start to venture out elsewhere. All right. Well, one of the nicest, uh, most accommodating handicappers you will find, especially if you're a new player, follow him on Twitter, uh, ask him questions. He will be glad to answer. And maybe, maybe if you show enough promise, you'll end up in the, uh, the Twitter <laughs> DM that we're all in, but that's it for us here on the notorious OTB. I'm going to be back tomorrow with yet another spa episode, looking at the Saturday card with Miss Megan divine. Uh, that's it. Just, clean up after yourselves you know i'm going to bed you can hang out but like you know empty the dishwasher and shit we'll catch you next time 